Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. This is Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff on VEASAN, the sports betting network. You are looking live at the odds board at the Circa Casino in downtown Las Vegas. We are just 60 minutes away from the early games here on week 14 getting underway. And you will note, we've got some home underdogs on that board. Now, listen to this stat that research has given me. Home dogs, just this year, 41, 29, and four pushes ATS. That percentage, 58.6%, that's north. That's when you start to make some money, okay? So smart guys always pay attention to home underdogs. Doesn't mean they're going to bet them, but they always pay attention to them. Now, what's interesting about today's list We have four remaining. Remember the Rams were a a six-and-a-half-point dog on a Thursday night. They took care of business against the Raiders, 17-16. to Today, the big one in MetLife Stadium, the Giants are catching seven at home against the Eagles. Then the Broncos and the Chiefs, they were flexed off of Sunday night because of how poorly the Broncos have been playing. Yet, the Broncos are catching nine-and-a-half against the Chiefs later today. The key one will match the Dolphins and the Chargers. They've been flexed to prime time, and the Dolphins are a three-and-a-half-point favorite over the home team. And the last home dog would be the Patriots against the Cardinals. The Patriots a slight one-and-a-half-point favorite. We'll see if that holds uh, for the late betting on Sunday and then early tomorrow. We're going to be checking in at MetLife. There was a question about the weather. We'll get to that in a minute, but I want to start 
with our top bookmaker down at the South Point, and that's our good friend Chris Andrews. Chris, with the with the home dogs doing so well, have you noticed that some of the wise guys they pick up on these home underdogs, uh, even though they're big dogs like the Broncos are? What what are you seeing when it comes to home underdogs this year? Yeah, you know, I can tell you for this week, we certainly have a lot of wise guy action uh, on the home dogs. Um, you know, surprised to see some of them. I really was surprised to see so much money showing on the Broncos, but we had the game nine and a half. We're down to nine. Uh, you know, the Chargers and Dolphins, we've been going back and forth between three and three and a half. Um, you know, I originally liked the Chargers, but I looked at the, uh, I think they have seven guys out on their defense. So that's, you know, against a high powered offense like the Dolphins. But of course, you know, Brent, that half point means uh, means the world to guys. And uh, we've also seen some sharp action on the Giants, especially now that Saquon Barkley has been uh, active and uh, will start for the Giants. So we've seen some money show up there. And But that number did uh, toggle back and forth uh, earlier in the week between six and a half and seven. We're still at seven right now, but I have a feeling we might get to six and a half because money is shown on the Giants. Stick right with us, Chris, because uh, – we want to check in with Dave Spadaro. He's the Eagles insider. He is live at MetLife Stadium. Uh, Dave, welcome uh, to Countdown to Kickoff. Uh, let us start with the weather. I think I saw some umbrellas out on the sideline. What's the situation at MetLife today? Okay, we got a little technical difficulty, and it could be because of the weather, but it is overcast right now, heavy mist, and some light rain falling in that area. As Chris Andrews reported, Barkley is active, ready to go. He's a key part of that giant offense if they are to have any chance. If the Eagles, of course, win this football game today, then they have wrapped up the NFC East. Otherwise, if they lose it outright, they leave the door a little bit ajar for the Dallas Cowboys. We'll get to that a little bit later. So, Chris, we've talked about some of the home underdogs. Uh, There's some very interesting games to me. The Browns and the Bengals, and here at Circa and across the country with DraftKings, we have seen that the Browns attracted a lot of early money. What are you seeing? You know, Joe Burrow is such a hot quarterback. What are you seeing, Chris, with the Browns and the Bengals? Well, not just early money, a lot of late money, too. Uh, We opened this game six and a half last week. Uh, we're down to four with action. I mean, we, they've they've you're climbed the ladder down with us all the way. We're down to four now on the Bengals. Starting to get a little bit of money back at the four, but uh, you know they've taken every number above that with me all week. So sharp money definitely on the Browns this week. Um, you know, I'm not sure what exactly the handicap is there, but uh, you have to respect the money, and that's what's going on in that game with me. Yeah, exactly, Chris. You got to respect the money. Big day. Big day, actually, in the AFC North, because not only are the Browns in Cincinnati to play Joe Burrow and the Bengals, but the Ravens with Tyler Huntley, their quarterback today, Lamar Jackson out, and now the reports from Adam Schefter of ESPN that Jackson may not come back until Christmas. So Huntley is now the Raven quarterback. The Steelers, uh, they've been playing better, as you well know. Chris, what are you seeing with the Ravens and the Steelers? We had early money on the Steelers this week. We opened that game, pick them. We went as high as two and a half. I think we actually went to three for uh, for a flash. We're down to one and a half. The money has come back in on the Ravens. Now, I haven't seen that move everywhere else across the board. I see mostly twos, but we're at one and a half, and our business is definitely uh, indicates that where that is where we should be. So we had a lot of Raven money. 
uh, you know, all throughout the week. Right, if they kick off now, we're still like what fifty-five minutes to post. Uh, right now, we would need the Steelers pretty good. That may change though. Ticket counts about even, but money definitely on the Ravens in my store at least. All right, so stick right with us, Chris, because uh, Dave Spadaro, the Eagles insider, is with us now. And uh, uh, Dave, uh, give us a, a weather report. Let's start with that on this giant Eagle game. Well, you can tell, Brent, I'm wearing a heavy jacket. So it's cold up here. There is rain in the forecast. There's supposed to be some wintry mix, which I think is probably the worst term in the entire English language for a football game here. But that's the way it is in Giants Stadium. So far, not a ton of wind, but anything can happen. We, I know the weather forecast is to get a little bit worse here as we, as we move closer to kickoff. And then, you know, by the second half, it could be pretty darn nasty. Uh, you know, Dave, I was surprised about your fine wide receiver, A.J. Brown, being fined by the NFL for whipping a goalpost. I have to tell you, I can't remember anything quite like that. Maybe the NFL is a little bit hard up for holiday money, but tell us why in the world was Brown fined for that little bit of action last week? I don't think you're allowed to use your towel as a prop. Ah. Um so, you know, and what's interesting about it, the play was reviewed, the touchdown was nullified, and he scored a touchdown on the next play. <laughs> so I think AJ, AJ will trade in whatever it was, $11,000, $13,000. Um, he'll gladly trade that in for the touchdown that he scored against his former team. And then, Brent, a few days later, to add to the more crazy story, John Robinson gets fired a few days later. So everything with AJ Brown and, and the Titans really – Kind of came back to haunt Tennessee last week. Yeah, Robinson, of course, has done an outstanding job, in my opinion, as a general manager of the Titans. I can't tell you how shocked I was. And there's some other general managers around the NFL. They better beware because Mr. Robinson is unemployed right now. Uh, Dave, before we let you go, uh, Jalen Hurts, we're going to talk to uh, Chris Andrews about this. Uh, Jalen is one of the favorites out here in Las Vegas for the MVP award. Patrick Mahomes, I believe, is the favorite right now. Tell us how and where Jalen Hurts has improved so much as a quarterback for the Eagles. Well, a couple things, Brent, and, and you can appreciate this. He, for the first time since his high school days, is in an offensive scheme with the same coaching staff for a second consecutive season. This is the first time that's happened since his high school days. So imagine you're learning offense 101 one year. The next year, it's another offense 101. So he's actually in a system for the second year for the first time since high school. So that's made a tremendous difference. And then he's really worked hard on his game. His pocket game is much better. He's always been a good decision maker. He's got a lot of great pieces around him. The Eagles led the league in rushing last year. They returned their offense intact, and they added A.J. Brown. So, you know, there's a lot of continuity. There's a lot of firepower here. And I give Jalen Hurts a ton of credit. Coming out of college, I don't know if anybody could have seen that throwing motion and said, this guy in 2022 is going to be a strong, strong, strong MVP candidate. Credit to him for working hard and making himself a better quarterback. He's having a terrific year. And he doesn't give the football away. Look, a year ago, the Eagles played the Giants here at MetLife Stadium. Hurts had three interceptions, and the Eagles lost the game 13-7. to Since that time, the Eagles are 15-2 and in the regular season. And Hurts has been one of the very best quarterbacks in the league, without question, the top three or four quarterbacks in the league. 
Dave, thank you so much. Stay warm today, lad. And uh, we thank you. <laughs> okay. It's my honor to be with you, Brent. Thank All you. All right, thanks, Dave. Dave Spadaro, the Eagle Insider, does a fine job. Back we go now to the South Point and Chris Andrews. Uh, Chris, uh, tell me about the betting on the MVP award. Uh, I can remember early in this season when a lot of people were saying it was going to be Josh Allen and a runaway. Seems to me it's gotten a little more competitive. Well, I might not be the right guy to ask. I, I'm only booking sporting events. I don't book votes anymore. I got burned too many times on that. But I see the action across the board, and I think Joe Burrow is making a little bit of a late run. I know Mahomes still the favorite, probably justifiably so. I think today's uh, well, today's a bigger game really for for Hertz in that, and I think Burrow has a big game to see how they finish out. You know, a lot of money we talked about earlier showing on uh, on the Browns in that game, and it is a divisional matchup. But Burrow's making a little bit of a late run. I, I still think it's kind of Mahomes' to lose, but Hertz is making uh, he's making a hell of a move. And uh, you know, listen, if the Eagles finish with one loss, it's very possible. Uh, it's gonna be hard to deny Hertz, but we still got uh, a month of football uh, yet to play. That's why I say that Chris Andrews is one of the sharpest bookmakers in the world. Never book a bet when you think there's a possibility that somebody already knows the answer to the question, okay? (laughs) That's my man, Chris Andrews. Thank you so much, Chris. And Countdown to Kickoff continues here on VSIN from the Circa Casino. John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. This is Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Well, the college bowl season will kick off this week. VEASAN has you covered this year's college football bowl guide. And remember, next Friday, the Florida Gators are coming to Las Vegas for the Vegas Bowl to play Oregon State of the Pac-12. Guess what? The Gators are catching 10 and a half. Can they pull it off? Give yourself an edge. Visit vcin.com slash subscribe. Check out the college football bowl betting guide. vsin.com slash subscribe. Ah, yes. We welcome the circle owner himself, Mr. Derek Stevens. And he's brought his palm reader. Mike Palm is back with us on this Sunday. Derek, you were just saying how important and how big a game the Vikings and the Lions are today in Detroit. Give us an update on that match. I mean, locally, it's it's the game of uh, game of the day. I mean, we're going to have full audio on here in the sports book behind us. Same thing at Stadium Swim at Long Bar. This game, I mean, all of a sudden there's this love for the Lions like there was back right after hard knocks in the first couple weeks of the season. They've been, uh, they've been tailgating there for the last four hours. The Lions opened up an extra 1,000 standing room only tickets, and this is the first relevant game the Lions have played in December since 2017. So it's, uh, it, it should, be something, should be something special here uh, this, uh, this afternoon. And, uh, Mike, the Lions are 5-7. and seven. The Vikings are 10-2. and two. This is only the 10th time in the Super Bowl era in which a team with an 800 winning percentage is a dog to a team with a losing record in December or January. Game opened, Vikings 3 went all the way to Lions 3 and then came back down to one and a half uh, or 2. But I think that's the right side. I mean, look at the if you look at the metrics on the Vikings and all these ones, if you reversed their one-score wins, and instead of winning the one-score games, they'd be losing the one-score games, they'd be 1-11, not 10-2. and two. Yes, Mike. But, 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 yeah. <laughs> there's got to be a but there. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> you know what the but is. Know, okay. The Vikings have won the game. And look, the Jets had every opportunity to get the ball into the end zone. Tell me about them. it. I took the three, <laughs> five field goals. I'm watching on my phone from Disneyland. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know, home dogs, Derek, home dogs have struck. And we know on Thursday night, <laughs> the Rams took care of business against the Raiders. 
There's four more today. One of those four, judging from percentages, is going to strike. That's what you think. I mean, I mean, these home dogs. Uh, I mean, it's the same thing. These road favorites. You got to be real, real careful. I mean, uh, I, I I agree with you completely. I mean, you go with all these home dogs again. Uh, you know, that, that there's a value little portfolio right there. I noticed because I got the survivor rundown. I noticed that 11 contestants got knocked out with the Raiders on Thursday night. Yeah, the last four weeks, we haven't had a lot of knockouts. But uh, going into this week, uh, we had 70 uh, eligible cir- circus survivors. But the week started off pretty rough because 11 got knocked out on Thursday. So we're effectively, right now, we're down to 59. 59? 59 active circus survivors. Theoretically, that means each ticket's worth about 103000 right now. What's really interesting, though, is this week, a total of 12 different teams were played. So, and, and you know, you could say, oh, well, this looks like an easy week. You got the Cowboys. You got, you know, you got the Chiefs. You got the Bills. But remember, as we get later in the season, it all comes down to availability. You know, on, on like, for example, on the Cowboys, only eight contestants played the Cowboys, but only nine had them available. When you look at the Bills. Wait a minute. We ought to be interviewing the ninth guy. Why did he not use the Cowboys as a 17-point home favorite to the Jets? That's the story of the week. Get this guy on the phone. That, that's that's a good point. And look at the Bills. I mean, only seven people took the Bills, but only eight were eligible. So all of a sudden, it's 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 really spreading out. So, you know, we got a total of 12 teams selected. Seattle Seahawks was the number one with 15 Number two is the Titans with 12. So it's pretty diversified. We're down to 59. And with this many teams selected, you know it's going to get knocked down a bit more later today. Well, it has to go to 58 because there's contradictory pick on Monday night. And Patriots yeah. and Cardinals. Uh, One apiece. Yeah. Maybe, maybe two go out with a tie. <laughs> oh, please, don't remind me. Don't remind me of week one. You came in here just to deliver that. Uh, now, Mr. Palm Reader. What's your key play of the day here, lad? I played the Bengals, and the numbers go in the other way. Down yes, to four is. here, three and a half at William Hill. Uh, Joe Burrow's 0-4. What against, did you give when you made the bet? I laid four and a half. So, of course, I got the you worst of the number. Right. I didn't think it was going down. Um, Joe Burrow, 0-4 against the Browns. They got embarrassed on Monday Night Football. Yes, against they the did. Browns. I actually think the Bengals right now are playing better than they did last year during their Super Bowl run. And look, Deshaun Watson looked like a quarterback that hadn't played competitive football in two years. I don't think there's that much of a big gap after one more week of practice that he's going to improve that much. Here at Circa, money still coming in? Yeah, I'm just looking across the board. Everywhere in Vegas, the number is a four. Other than one place, wind's still uh, hanging a four and a half, but every place now is at a four uh, four flat on, uh, on Bengals. And when you look at the uh, the million, you're – your great, great contest here where you pick five. Mm-hmm. The Bengals had 1,344. They were one of the top five plays. You had five and a half on the contest, only 857. Hello, took the Browns, <laughs> the five and a half. I, uh, I just in a divisional, tough divisional game in which one team has dominated another, I'm thinking, you want to give me some points? I'll take the points, and maybe we can get it to three, you know, something like that. Maybe the, the Browns played very well defensively, which led me to believe that the team wants to rally around Deshaun. Now, I know Deshaun very well from his college days. Very nice young man to do. I've got no, no problem with him. I was shocked by all the allegations that came out of Houston 
and and we will see what happens with. But I agree with you. He looked like somebody who hadn't played quarterback in two years. And thank God they scored three non-offensive touchdowns in right. Houston. That's what carried him. They even covered the game. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, when you get a a good team like the Cowboys and you get the biggest number of the year, a seventeen and a half point favorite over the Texans. Tell me, do you get a lot of teasers? Do you get a lot of action at all on the game? Tell me what happens with a number like that. You know, sometimes when the number gets too big, you lose, you lose, um, you lose volume because there's not a lot of there's not a lot of interest when you're laying seventeen. And the number is actually too big for a teaser because at seventeen or seventeen and a half, you know, you don't really feel like you're getting a lot of good value going down to eleven and a half. Right. So this is a game where the number is just too big to, for it to be really bettable. Would you use I, it? I wouldn't. I, I don't like to go over 14, because to Derek's point, the, the teaser becomes out of play if you still have to win by two scores. What's the point of the teaser? So, well, here would be my point. Let me go to 23 and a half, take the Texans. Yeah. They'll book it. Good luck. Good luck oh, yeah, I know you. <laughs> Good luck to I mean, you. beat me in a couple of teasers like that, but I, I would go. Here's what I would do if I was going to do it. I'd take the Jets 16, because you had it at 10 this morning. And then I would tease it along uh, with the Texans at 23 and a half. A lot of points there. A lot of points there. You know, Brent, I do the podcast with Danny Burke where we look at all the Sunday right. games. We give out a teaser every week. I've teased through the zero five times this year. And people will shoot you and say you shouldn't do it, the smart people. But Amal and I disagree. I'm five and oh so far. I did it again this week. What'd you do? I did it with the, with, uh, with, uh, the Dolphins this week. Uh, I believe. Yeah, the Dolphins yeah, are. I teased, they're three and a half. You I took teased them, them to be the a three and a half point favorite against the Chargers. Okay. Yeah. And who'd you pair them with? I uh, I paired them with uh, the Eagles at a pick. Yeah, I think I like the Eagles at a pick pairing them. I'm. I don't trust the Dolphins for whatever reason. I, uh, you know, they stayed on the West Coast, and that's all mm -hmm. fine, fine, well, and good, and bonding and everything. But they've got a game next week that I know the coaches were looking at, and that's that Bills game, okay? Saturday night. <laughs> okay, that's a, that's a huge game. It's a short turnaround, and I just, I felt, you know, if there was ever a time when the Chargers, and the Chargers get Williams back, okay, it gives them that other weapon on the outside. He's a much better deep threat than Allen is. Allen, though, can work the middle of the field and get you down the field. Well, we'll see. They flex that game mm -hmm. into Sunday night. It shows you how badly, Derek, uh, how badly the Broncos have played to flex their game with Kansas City out of prime time. I mean, they took them out and put them in the afternoon. Yeah, really, uh, really amazing. But uh, thank goodness they got that in play because we got some. We got a great game Saturday night. You know, it's it's. Uh, this is going to be a good good weekend coming up for sure. I I want to change the subject. I was in here Friday doing some taping, and uh, Argentina was playing a World Cup match. You had a wonderful crowd in here, but I noticed something. There were a lot more women watching the World Cup soccer than normally show up for Sunday NFL football. Have you seen that demographic show up uh, for soccer at all during the World Cup? That's pretty good, pretty good assessment, Brian. I mean, similar to what you've seen with uh, with Super Bowl events in Vegas over the last 25 years. 25 years ago, 30 years ago, I'd be coming out for Super Bowl, and it was about 90% male. Uh, that's not the case. It's about 50-50 right now because it's become it's become such an event. There's no question. World Cup has some of has some of the same as as some similarities to that. Now, when we get a long shot like Morocco uh, showing a first African company to get to the semifinal country to get to semifinals, will the betting drop off, uh, or can you tell yet? Well, we couldn't get we couldn't get uh, 
France and England to the finals. So, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, th- that's where we've seen a lot of action. I, Every I one of these two advanced bets just to win the match to move on, we always need the favorite. They Throughout really? the tournament, outside of USA, throughout the tournament, these shots they take are always on the dog to advance. Interesting. Interesting pattern. Hey, Brent, one yes, thing, sir. one thing just for fun on the way sure. out. We don't talk about this too much. We usually talk about it in hockey. But today, 11 NFL games, 491 and a half, the Grand Salami. Oh, the Grand Salami. I'm always all in. Countdown. This is Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Welcome back, everybody. It's week 14 of the National Football League schedule. And starting last year, of course, we'll have 18 weeks. So we have five weeks left to go, and the battle for the playoffs is on. A little bit of weather activity, especially in the Northeast. The Jets are up at the Bills. The Bills are a big favorite in that game. Rain with a little snow mix in Buffalo. The Ravens are at the Steelers, and uh, both sides get uh, a lot of money in this game. Uh, Ravens and the Steelers. Steelers have been a slight favorite. Chance for rain. Eagles at the Giants. We've already reported here at Countdown. Rain, a possibility there. And unusually, well, maybe not, but the Buccaneers are out in Santa Clara to play the 49ers. There's a chance for rain in that game as we welcome in Johnny Avello, the DraftKings, one of our favorite bookmakers of all time here in uh, Las Vegas. And uh, Johnny, it's it's very interesting now as we hit the home stretch. And I had I had a question. It was asked me by a couple of betters. So why is ten and two Minnesota? An underdog to five and seven Detroit. So let me ask you the question: Why are the Lions favored over the Vikings, Johnny? Well, their power ratings are pretty close, even though uh, Detroit has a worse record. Uh, Detroit's playing much better lately. Minnesota's uh, had a little bit of trouble, although they're winning, but it, it hasn't been easy. Uh, and Detroit uh, gets a little bit of home field advantage here. So on the power ratings, they're very close. All right, now let's jump to the biggest number of the year, and that is the fact that the Cowboys are 17-and-a-half over the lowly Texans. Texans headed for that number one draft choice. Johnny, let me ask you the same question that I asked the, uh, the Circa folks. When you get a number that large, does it scare the gamblers away from the game? What's your feeling about a 17-and-a-half point favorite? Yeah, this this one kind of does, Brent. Although you know we've got some money on the game because of you know the network as big as we are, but there's not a whole lot you can do with it. I mean, it, you know, if you want to tease the game down, what do you tease it down? The ten, uh, you know, the money line's too big to play. You don't want to lay the points. So I mean, if you're looking at the dog, then you're happy to get the seventeen, which is kind of a key number when you get up that high. But that's not where the players are looking here. Most want to bet. The Cowboys, they just don't know what to do with it. So that game won't write the kind of business it would write, you know, if it was a better matchup for the Cowboys. And, uh, Johnny, we're going to welcome in Steve Mackinnon. And uh, Steve, of course, has a system that does relate to this game, okay? Because remember now, Cowboys are coming off a huge 33-point fourth-quarter explosion against the Indianapolis Colts. Steve, welcome. And uh, what do you have regarding your Week 14 bet systems and the Dallas Cowboys? Uh, hi, Brent. Uh, yeah, the, I actually have a couple angles to look at here, and they both uh, look at how 
Dallas quoted last week, as you said, uh, teams that score 45 or more points in the game have gone just 11 and 20 against the spread in their follow-up contests. Uh, similarly, teams that win by 35 points or more on 11, 22, and 1 spread run. So obviously both of those would suggest that uh, maybe that taking that 17 points would be worth it. So why do you think that is, Steve? Do the uh, teams that win by that margin say, hey, we're pretty good, and they don't pay attention when they get a lowly team like the Texans coming in to play them? Uh, how do you read uh, what you found there? Well, I would think that that 45-point mark just rare. It, uh, you, you get you get that type of point output, and all of a sudden, you got more public betters backing that team, and you, you have odds makers maybe siding to that team as well in the follow-up game. Now we've had eighteen double-digit dogs this year, and so far, the dogs eleven and seven ATS. You might keep that in mind. So, uh, Johnny, we've got a really interesting primetime game. They flexed the Miami Dolphins at the Los Angeles Chargers. We should tell everybody that Derwin James is out for the charge. Derwin James is an outstanding safety. Uh, they will miss him against this Dolphins high-powered passing attack. So we've got the Dolphins in Los Angeles, Johnny. Uh, what are we seeing with that game? We're In our network, we're seeing old Dolphin money. We went from uh, now, remember, this is a pick on the look-ahead line, but still, we did not open it that high last Sunday. Uh, we were pushed to three, three and a half. Uh, you know, now we're set, we we did come down a little, but we're back at three and a half again. So they like the Dolphins in this spot, um, even though the Chargers are home looking for a win. And, then, and Brent, the over, can't take a bet on the under. We're 51 and a half up to 55. Oh, my goodness. Think about that, up to 55 on the over-under. Now, we have another game, Steve, of interest with one of your betting systems, and that's the fact that the Ravens, and they barely, barely scraped through with that late rushing touchdown by Huntley against the Denver Broncos. Uh, Tell us now about a team that doesn't score much and they're going in to play a division rival. The Ravens are in Pittsburgh. You know, Brent, we've seen the system several times this season, and it always seems to revolve around what happened with the Broncos before. But uh, NFL teams that have won a game despite scoring less than 12 points uh, coming into this season were on a 12-7 and straight-up 13-6 and spread run in the next week, and that's what Baltimore did last week with that 10-9 win, and uh, it would suggest that uh, uh, they're due for some success once again today with Pittsburgh. Okay, and the game... Uh... Johnny, that was flexed out of Sunday night, and that tells you all you need to know about how poorly Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos have played. The Chiefs will now play the Broncos' late afternoon game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes at DraftKings, I assume uh, he's still a favorite for the MVP award. Johnny, how how do you view that? Uh, Jalen Hurts playing very well also, and Joe Burrow is coming. Yeah, um, he's still a pretty overwhelming favorite. Uh, you're right. Hertz has been taking action all year, um, in Bur- as well as Burrow. And so, you know, there's a lot of guys in the mix. There's still, there's still time for someone else to pop up there with, you know, a few weeks to go. But Mahomes seems to kind of have a good week every week. And it's reflective again on this line. It's open six and a half up to nine. The last I looked, Brent, on the money line, we had like 95% of the money was on the Chiefs in this game on the money line. And it's, that takes into account all the, uh, the straight bets and all the money line parlays. Think about that right now. And uh, 
Steve, I know that uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's very, very tough uh, coming down the stretch. Uh, what is your betting uh, offer when you think about the Chiefs and the Broncos later today? Okay, I got a set of uh, conflicting information here. And this goes, one of the first one goes upon what Johnny just said here on that heavy action on the money line in Kansas City. As a favorite of seven points or more, Patrick Mahomes has won 17 of his last 18 games outright. However, he's just 7-10-1 against the spread. So there is a lot of room there for Denver to, if you want to say, stay in this game. Now, going back to that angle we just talked about with the last week's game between the Ravens and Broncos, on the opposite point, or side of the coin is the Broncos situation. Teams that lose while allowing uh, fewer than 12 points have been very strong the next week. 12-3 and three straight up, 13-2 and two against the spread heading into the season. Now, Obviously, it takes a, it's going to take a little courage to think the Broncos could upset the Chiefs today, but that's what the numbers say. And the line, Johnny, that surprised me probably, other than the fact that I didn't think Minnesota was going to be an underdog in Detroit, but I think I understand it, having listened to you. But the line that surprised me most of all is the Jets. I think they opened at 9, and now the Bills are favored by 10. The Jets' defense is pretty good, and, and I thought maybe they could hang in there for the Bills. Uh, but how did this line uh, get inflated, and why are the betters backing the Bills here? You know, I think it's the right number, Brent. We opened 10, and we bounced back between 10 and 9.5 and a half, a half a dozen times. We do not want this game to fall 10 because of that. So anytime we went to 9.5, they laid it. Anytime we went to 10, they were taking it back. So... That was the pattern all week long. So the number's right. Um, you know, in, in for betting, we just, uh, as a bookmaker, you just don't want to move it that much. And, uh, Steve, if we look at your power ratings, you have got the Jets still in that top 10, and I suppose that influenced me in thinking that uh, maybe this was too big a line. What's your feeling, Steve? Yeah, that's a curious number in this game, if you ask me, Brent. You got a situation where... Other than last week's game against New England, Buffalo's sort of underperformed lately. They also dealing with the Von Miller injury now. Uh, not much credit being given to the Jets with Mike White, who's actually looked the part as the quarterback for the Jets. I, I agree with you in thinking that uh, the Jets could be a live underdog today in this spot. Now, another game, uh, everybody seems to think the Titans are going to bounce back after their terrible showing in Philadelphia. Uh, I'm wondering how the firing of the Titans general manager will affect the team, not the players. I don't think the players care a lick about, they probably don't even know who's in the front office. But the coaches themselves, especially the assistant coaches, uh, Johnny, I'm a little bit concerned about what's going on with the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, you know, this is a team that that usually has some, uh, you know, tailwind coming into this time of the year. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I, I don't know if they... They have that momentum going for them. In today's game, we have three and a half, and so we've got mostly tight money, so they do like them here. And a lot of that has to do with, with Lawrence being questionable during the week, but we know he's in. All right. Johnny Avello from DraftKings, Steve Mackinnon, VSEN. By the way, you've got to read Steve all week long, so make sure you subscribe to VSEN Pro. And Countdown to Kickoff continues here on VSEN. Gil Alexander is dropping by. 
Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. This is Brent Musburger's Countdown to Kickoff on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Well, a reminder to visit VEASAN.com and check out the current betting splits data. You want to see tickets being sold and the amount of money bet on each game. You can check it out. DraftKings changes that about every 30 minutes. 
Another way VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out the splits for every game today at vsin.com. I know who has already checked out all the splits. Our buddy Gil Alexander from VSIN. I'm there all morning, Brent. All morning. <laughs> so good to see you. What what time does your show start, Pacific time? Uh, 7 a.m. Pacific. 7 a.m. Pacific. 10 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. You follow Mitch and Polly. That is right. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chris Andrews. Still still with you on... Uh, Every Monday morning during football season, Guessing Lines, which, yeah. as you know, is a tribute to the old Stardust show exactly. with Roxy back they in the used day. To, that was Roxy. Yeah. yeah. Roxy drops by every now and then and says hello. Yeah. He, uh, he has a presence. <laughs> He's always suit and tie, man. He looks so dapper. Listen, I want to ask you, if I was going to give you three dogs of the day, who you might be willing to jump on, okay? Now, there's three big dogs today. The Jets catching 10 up in Buffalo. The Texans catching 17 and a half in Dallas. <laughs> and the Broncos catching nine at home. Who would be your dog of the day? The Broncos, the Texans, or the Jets? I think I'm supposed to say the Texans because it's so many. Now that you get the hook at 17, I think you lose your sharp card if you don't do that. But they're so dreadful. <laughs> um, I think that's my choice. Here's the thing. Denver would be my instinct. The problem is, as there's one stat that most people know, there's a second that most don't know. One is, if Denver had scored the 18 points mm-hmm. in regulation of every one of their games, instead of being 3-9, and nine, they'd be 10-2. and two. So that's such a, such a damnation of their offense, right? Absolutely. A damning of their offense. The other one, and this comes uh, from a gentleman, a gentleman named Andrew Mason, in the Super Bowl era, so we're talking about 57 years, as you, as you know, in the Super Bowl era, 70 teams, the Broncos being the 70th, the 2022 Broncos, the 70th team to allow 17 or fewer touchdowns in their first 12 games. That's from Pro Football Reference. 17 touchdowns in their first 12 games. None of the previous 69 were any worse than 6 and 6. And the average amount of wins for a team that fits in that category, the 57, excuse me, the 70 teams over that span, or the 69 previous, is 9.04 wins. So for the Broncos to be 3 and 9, is one of the great historical anomalies of all time. Yet, when you're asking me this question, I'd still rather take the Texans because I don't trust <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson at all. I don't. Uh, yeah, I absolutely agree with you. I am sure the Broncos are thinking about changing coaches next year. They can't change quarterbacks. That, that contract is firm. No one's going to pick it up. No one's going to take Russell. I mean, even when you look at the end, Gil, of, of last week's loss to the Ravens. All he has to do is get that team past midfield, kick a field goal, and win the game, oh, and get out of there. It's, there. There's so many. You know, I, I called one game a Nathaniel Hackett game, and then I realized there's about three or four of those where there's decisions. You know, the Raiders game uh, it was a huge. The Raiders should have right. never won that football game, right? There was a, there are so many of those examples. But I just, I really do wonder if Hackett, and I, you know, you don't, you don't like to be one of those people that just, you know, piles on a, a new head coach. I'm sure he's a lovely guy, but it really hasn't worked out. And you do wonder if there should be a couple points in the point spread related to him because the decision-making is so poor down the stretch. Yeah, absolutely. Now, a couple of key games that uh, I want to ask you about. The Eagles, the Eagles are a seven-point favorite over the Giants. And the Giants, of course, are one of those four home dogs. We've already had the Rams strike and home dogs have had a good year of it. But uh, tell me what you make now of the Eagles minus seven at the moment in New York. Yeah, so can I bore you with a stream of analytics? Will that, will that excite you? I This is my favorite play of the day, and it's on the Eagles, not on the Giants. Interesting. I laid the six and a half earlier. Uh, I would still play it at seven. 
and it's a it's a stream of things that well the analytics part is the Giants are now five two and one this year in one score games mm-hmm. so you file that away at one point when they were seven and two they were five and one uh, their biggest win this year has come by eight points they've been outscored one eighty nine to one sixty two through the first three quarters of their games this year and then have a plus twenty point differential in the fourth quarter which is top five in the NFL. So no team saves all their best for the fourth quarter. It just doesn't work out that right. way. So this is just a litany of things that are unsustainable. Now, this, this is from Bill Barnwell. Let me just get in, in the weeds a little further. Their defense, when they were 7-2, and two, I won't update these in the last three, three weeks here, but when they were 7-2, and two, they ranked 26th in EPA per play outside the red zone. And then inside the 20 is the best unit in football, their defense. Uh, third highest rate on a per game basis when it comes to allowing teams to make it into the red zone, meaning that's bad. But then once they got there, they only allow offenses to convert uh, 38.2% of the time, which only the Broncos were better. So there's a number of these things where the, where the Giants, you know, we, we refer to it colloquially as Ben don't break, right? Um, but the question for handicappers is, is it sustainable? A couple more of these. First and second down, league's fourth worst defense by EPA per play. Then on third and fourth, all of a sudden, they magically morph into the third best defense. And despite the fact that opposing offenses have the fifth fewest yards to go to pick up on third downs, they've been the third best at avoiding conversions. So you throw all of that into the mix. And, and some people are not analytics lovers. So even if you ignore that, let me just say with the eye test, last week they're playing the Commanders. Future playoff team, Washington Commanders, Brent, you should probably uh, be aware of that. Uh, they, Whenever they need yards, whenever the Giants need yards, it is the most unimaginative thing, maybe out of born out of necessity, where it's simply Daniel Jones, bootleg. Mm-hmm. If you see an opening, for God's sakes, try to find one, get three or four yards for us, or even more if you can. I don't know if that's based on Saquon being banged up. He'll play today, but who knows to what effect he'll play. I just think the Eagles, the only team that has shown a blueprint how to beat the Eagles has been Washington. I don't think the Giants have the weapons, quite frankly, to do that. I do think the Niners will in the playoffs, quite frankly. But as far as today, I happily laid the six and a half. I think the Giants, as much as we consider them smoke and mirrors, they're massively massively even more than that than we might imagine. Okay, now, I know you also like the Vikings. And a lot of people think they're smoke and mirrors with eight one-score victories and that they think can't be sustainable and so now we have the vikings as a dog in detroit yes and yet i've taken them today i know you have. yeah so, so <laughs> the, the thing with the vikings is and you're right they're 10 and 2 they are a historical anomaly as well uh, aaron Schatz, who runs football outsiders has them as the i believe he said the 20th ranked team in all of his numbers 20th they're 10 and 2 their point differential is plus 10 on the season, which is just mind-boggling, right? He has them ranked 20th, and he prefers, he, he said he, on, on a numbers game the other day, he said, I prefer not to call them fraudulent. I prefer to call them historically interesting, he said. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing. The, the point spread is the great equalizer, though, right, Brent? Yes, And so everybody absolutely. knows all of that. Um, you know, mainstream media has made a big deal about, oh, Vegas likes Detroit. First of all, I can't stand when they say that. It's the market that has decided that Detroit ought to be a two-and-a-half-point favorite, or two as it is now. But in a game like this where both offenses are so good and so defenses are so bad, I'll just automatically almost take the points, which is kind of what I did here. I got at the two in the hook. So I took the Vikings plus two and a half in a much more sort of knee-jerk reaction to the line. Just whichever team had the points, I would probably have taken them. Yeah, I actually took Minnesota also. Yeah. I'll tell you the truth. Put them in the, uh, 
in the contest. Well, now okay. I feel good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I did not take the Giants, but I didn't take the Eagles either. I, I'm a little suspicious about seven in a divisional game. I've, I, maybe I've seen too many divisional games wound up three and four. Okay, that was the only reason. I wasn't going to go against the Eagles. I, my bet with the Eagles would be Jalen Hurts as the MVP. Okay, that would be my bet. Now, Mahomes is a favorite. Jalen's up there. He's one of the top three right now. You get a little bit better price. I think the media could gravitate towards Jalen if these Eagles keep, especially especially if they win the rematch and sweep the Cowboys this year. Yeah, and and having the one loss is a big deal, as you know. Huge. So huge. It's like even Coach of the Year. We can speculate about other possibilities, but if they go. 16 and one right. you almost have to give it to nick siriano or 15 and two for that matter the hurts thing is interesting though because mahomes is the favorite at mvp and tyreek hill is the favorite for offensive player of the year you can't shut out jalen hurts on both can you no i don't think so absolutely either. yeah not you know what's interesting about the two coaches dayball and siriani dayball gave siriani his first job when he was offensive coordinator of the chiefs he gave Suriana a job as a wide receiver coach. Hmm. They know each other very, very well. They're very, they're very good friends back in the past. I just, I just found that out last night when I was going through some bio material on people. I, you know, it's interesting. You're a big analytics guy and very good at it. I, I tend to bet people more for whatever reason. Uh, for example, l l let me go to the reason why the dog that I put in the contest and like today, the home dog. The Chargers, okay? And I know a lot of people don't like them, but I, I went for them. The Dolphins have got a huge game next Saturday, okay? They got to go to Buffalo. And I, that, I know, distracts coaches in a build-up to a game. And these guys were out in the West Coast all week long. All they had to do was do their homework. And I think they probably spent as much time on Buffalo as they did the Chargers. I wanted no part of that game, to be honest with you, just because the Chargers had so many injuries. Yeah. But I but I understand where you're going with yeah. it, yeah. Could be the old look-ahead spot, as they Quickly, say. Quickly, your teaser of the day. Uh, I am teasing the Bengals down, or I did earlier, and I teased the Vikings up through the three and seven. Vikings up. Notice, he did not tease the Texans up either. Nobody wants anything to do <laughs> with that. Okay. Uh, cash some tickets today, folks, because... Hey, Sarah. I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralask brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralask pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. 
It's just part of what makes us America's number one breaks destination. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.